You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. With Mark Holcraft. And we're broadcasting today from the St. Paul Cathedral in St. Paul, Minnesota at the Catholics at the Capitol. It's already been a great morning, folks. Um, If you wanted to check any of it out, go on to realpresenceradio.com. You can check out some of the previous interviews we've already done. It was kind of chaotic there for a minute. (laughs) It was, but there was just a lot of action. I know, um, there's a lot going on. (laughs) Indicative of the day, indicative of the day. There's there's a lot happening here. Yeah. Uh, This is really a day that's about uh, empowering and emboldening uh, the faithful uh, Catholics throughout the state of Minnesota. But it's really it's what we're seeing by way of principle. We're you know Heather and I are learning this goes far beyond Minnesota. Absolutely. Um, so we're for if for all of our listening area wherever you're at, please take note. Please don't disengage because we're in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, there's so much to be said here. Yep. We've talked about some of the main issues that's been at the forefront, and we've spoken about some ideas of what can we do that's maybe more proactive. Mm-hmm. We're here with Bishop Lavore, uh, Bishop uh, Emeritus of the Diocese of New Ulm. Thanks for being with us, Bishop. Yeah, you're welcome, Mark. Good to be here. Yep, thank you. You're welcome. So what um, is your favorite part of Catholics at the Capitol? Why do you think it's so important? Uh, I think just to see the Catholic laity involved uh, Mm -hmm. in the political process. uh, Because, um, you know, I think as we uh, we grew up as Catholics, we were kind of insular. And, um, you know, we practiced our faith, but... um, and went to Mass and, and all those things. Uh, but uh, the political process wasn't on our radar. Sure. Um, but I think, you know, Catholics have a voice and we're called, you know, by the church to be involved, to bring our faith, you know, as Archbishop Hebda said this morning, mm-hmm. to bring our faith into the public square. And to, uh, as John Paul said, to propose, not to impose, but to propose. Mm. So mm-hmm. people need to hear our message, they need to hear the gospel, and they can take it or leave it. Right. Yeah. Why did you feel it was important for you to be here this morning? People need to see their bishops. Yeah. You know, and it, it just, uh, I've, I learned that early on. Um, I was a pastor for 27 years here in the Twin Cities, and... Uh, I got to to New Ulm, and I thought, well, you know, we'll just be like a pastor there. And, but, you know, you go somewhere, and it makes an impact. I said, it's just me. It's the same me that was. <laughs> you go somewhere, and you make an impact. Well, it yeah. does. It's the ministry of presence, huh? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, uh, so I, I try to, to go to as many things as, as possible to meet the people and to bring that presence. We, we had... Uh, pastoral planning that we had to do in the diocese, which involved merging and closing parishes. Mm. And uh, usually the bishop isn't involved in the whole process of listening to the people and mm-hmm. talking with them and that that kind of thing. But I said, you know, our diocese is small. I'm going out, you know. Yeah. And even if people, you know, were against what I was talking about, they'd say, thank you for coming, bishop. Yeah. Thank you for coming. They just never felt heard. Mm-hmm. And so when I was there, 
um, then they said, well, this is the top guy, so we're heard. You know, yeah. yeah. That but was I think important. In these rural areas, it's not uncommon that a lot of the people who are living in the rural areas, they might see their bishop once every two or three years, and it's when the bishop comes out for confirmation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now, outside of that, it's them going to see the bishop going to the cathedral or if it's a big conference or event. So for you to go to where they are, um, well, this is kind of at the heart of missionary discipleship, which is what we talked about. Right, you right. Know, meeting people where they're at. Go to where they are. Yes. The days of, waiting, of them coming to us uh, are done. They're gone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, uh, and it makes it difficult in the rural area because, well, the diocese in Wom, for example, is 90,000 square miles. Well, you've got a lot of territory to cover, um, but you're absolutely right. We need to... And we need to talk to each other, you know. Mm. It's just we can't, you know, email or send posters or those things are helpful. But the face-to-face dialogue is so important. Yeah. 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 yeah, it can't be replaced. And I think, <laughs> Bishop, you're, you're in good company. This is most of our listening area is rural. Right. And right. so I think I can imagine our listeners, at least I, I am myself, you know, when Fargo is the metropolis, so to say, and it's yeah. really not that big. Uh, really, it's it's a rural area. Yes, it and is. And so yeah. um, all the more, because with rural comes space and space between each other. And so to speak, can you speak a little bit more about the importance of that face-to-face encounter? Yeah. Well, you know, um, sometimes we have impressions of, mm. you know, this parish is like this or that parish is like that mm-hmm. and these people are this way or that way. Uh, but when you go to talk to people, you say, hmm, I guess they weren't that way. Yeah. yeah. Or they're, they're, it's, it's different, and you get a more complete perspective. And your decisions then are better mm-hmm. because you've talked to people and understood what they've been saying. Um, so I, that's, I, I think if we talk to one another more, uh, it would be a lot better, you know, Again, text messages and email and all of that is good. Telephone, even telephone, you know, I think that face-to-face encounter is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't can't replace the mystery of the person. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Earlier today, we had Jason Atkins on. Right. Right. And uh, he mentioned faithful citizenship. Bishop, can you please speak a little bit, the role of prayer and the need for Catholics to be a resource to, the, to their legislators. Can you speak to that a little bit? Right. I, I think those are the two key things. You know, nothing good happens without, without prayer. You, you need Amen. to pray. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you do. Uh, and that's where our strength comes from, uh, from God, the grace that we receive from him. Without that, we're left on our own power, and we're pretty weak. I mean, we, we just, <laughs> we can't do it, you know. Yeah. Um, there are many times in my life where I tried to. I, well, I can do this on my own. <laughs> isn't it true? Isn't it true? No, I don't and think so. And then God's laughing. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. It just okay. takes us a long time to learn that lesson. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Try. See yeah. what happens. <laughs> so that's why prayer is an integral part of this day. You know, I start out with Mass, uh, pray throughout the day, and then close with benediction. Uh, and the, the, the Blessed Sacrament, the Eucharist, is Jesus. So mm-hmm. there's no more powerful way of um, accessing God's life uh, than 
than going to the Eucharist. Yeah. And so I think that's key. And then the, the second thing you mentioned is um, what, again, what the Archbishop touched on today. Catholic need, Catholics need to bring the faith into the marketplace and into politics and into psychology and into social work. Uh, again, not uh, asking people to be Catholic, but, you know, we have a wonderful body of social teaching mm-hmm. that uh, began with uh, uh, Leo Thirteenth at the end of the, the 19th century, all the way through to Pope Francis. I mean, it's a body of social teaching that I think it would if that were really to be put into practice, it would change the culture of the whole world. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's not, um, a lot of it is more ethics than it is theology. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's the way to operate, the way to th- set things up. Uh, again, what the Archbishop mentioned, the charity, you know, do this all in charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, first of all, Catholics need to know the social teaching. Yeah. And then once they know it and feel confident, uh, then to put it into practice. And that's what we're doing here. And uh, especially when the, the people meet with their legislators. I know that's going to be virtual. Everything seems to be virtual today. But um, still, I think to talk to the legislators, legislators propose, you know, this, you know, here's what we're, we're saying. Uh, and then it's up to them to act, and then pray for them. You know, again, as the Archbishop mentioned, we talked with uh, the governor, lieutenant governor, yesterday, legislators um, via Zoom again. Yeah, but yeah. but they all ask for our prayers. It's, it's, I, mean, I think this pandemic has done something because people have suffered, and when you suffer. You have to go deeper into the meaning of life. Yeah. And I think, you know, our, the, the governor, the legislators uh, understand this, the lieutenant governor, um, they, they've experienced it. So they know the, the power of prayer. Uh, and it was funny because the governor's mother was there oh, really? in, in his <laughs> office. And he said, I want you to meet my mother. Yeah. <laughs> we said, great. Uh, <laughs> and so she was there and we said hello to her and. So what is their reception for those that uh, might be meeting with legislators for the first time tomorrow right, right. Um, via Zoom or however? Right. What, what, what is it like? What was, it, what was their reception towards uh, you and other bishops that joined in? Yeah. You know, the legislators are just like any other people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some that are, have a you know, re- are really a good attitude, really receptive and, mm-hmm. and want to listen. You know, and there's others that, you know, are so focused in on their agenda oh, yeah. that that's what they talk about. And oh. uh, you, you really don't uh, control the conversation. They, sure. they really do. Oh. Uh, but um, there is a portion of the meeting where we can just speak what we, you know, give the, give the agenda that, that we have. Okay. And so they're quiet and we and we talk <laughs> and hopefully and, something sinks in and, and that's right and that's usually we'll take it point by point by point mm-hmm. uh, and then they respond to each each of the points as we go through things so wow um, so it is it's really um, uh, they're like any other people um, and I just know just be frank and mm-hmm. uh, again with the with knowing that you've prayed before you go to visit, um, is uh, is key. Right. Is key. So, right. Yep. Wonderful. 
So I was thinking as you were talking before, um, are you going to pass along the face-to-face recommendation to your successor? You know, I, I am, and I've been, you know, uh, I've <laughs> my priests are sick of hearing me say it, but, you know, go talk to people, you know, and talk to each other, you yeah. know, don't, you know, if you've got a serious question with a neighboring pastor, don't email them. I mean, yeah. that, that's the, you're not going to solve anything that way. Go see them. Yeah. You know, talk with them. So people are sick of me saying that. But that's, <laughs> that's a piece of advice I'm going to give my successor as well, whoever that may be, whenever that may be. <laughs> so, yeah. Any last thoughts uh, for any of the listeners in your area that might be listening at this time? Uh, I would, and, and people are pretty good about this in the diocese of New Ulm, but uh, speak your mind. Know your faith. Pray and speak your mind. Be honest. You know, people in New Ulm, the diocese, are very practical. They're down mm-hmm. to earth. They're, they they uh, have a good grasp on reality because they're farmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, let the let the public know, let the uh, legislators know, our government leaders, what you're thinking, and make sure that is based on Catholic social teaching. I mean, that is uh, absolutely key too. Wonderful. Yeah. Bishop. Okay, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure which mic you're on now. Are you back on too, Mark? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to turn you back up here. You're next. Um, <laughs> we are here. Uh, so we just had Bishop Lavore, uh, Bishop Emeritus of New Ulm. It's uh, such a blessing having you. Thank you, Bishop, again. Uh, and then we're joined now with Laura Elm. She's the director and founder of Sacred Heart Guardians and Shelter. And in, in just a minute, Joining us with Laura will be Alejandra Chavez Rivas. I am so don't speak Spanish. Yeah, I don't. And, uh, I wouldn't have even attempted that, but good job. Um, you know, I like to say <laughs> I have a little bit of Hispanic blood in me because I do, and so I just like to dip into that when I can. Yeah, but um, before we get to these ladies, we're going to take a break. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. It says no break, but we we're. We're ready. We're going to take a break. (laughs) I know. It's been one of those mornings, Mike. We're just kind of, all right. We'll be back with more from Catholics at the Capitol right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 